Hey sports fans, BMOC here. Start your day by playing Sportal, a sports-themed word-guessing game from our friends at Big Swing Games. You've got six chances to solve the puzzle. It's either a sports term, a sports personality, or a team name. Head to Sportal.pro to play. There's a new puzzle every day, and it's completely free. But if you like it, be sure to click that share button and send it to all your sports fan friends. Seriously, please do that. We need a win so bad. So bad. Like, really bad. So head to Sportle.pro. That's Sportle, S-P-O-R-T-L-E dot pro to play Sportle. Good times. All right, we're speeding, coach. All right, we're going to do this in three, two, one, QBMOC. It's been a week of upsets and drama on the hardwood. We recap it all and look forward to the sweet 16. Plus, Wagers of the Week, rants, and the all-important two-minute drill coming up next. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday. Worldwide. Sports Is that a new, a different guitar maestro than you've been playing? Uh, it's the same one I've been playing for about four years, Peter. But thanks for noticing. Looks, uh, looks, looks new, new to me. You just get that one. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to Sports Wednesday Sports Talk for the medium fan. That means we get the big stories right and the details we frequently get wrong. Now well, I ba- know how JB feels. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Poor JB. Poor, poor JB. Maestro with his brand new guitar. Uh, my name is Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus driving the trains tonight, BMOC. You might hear my co-host call me. Joining me, as always, is basketball legend Matt Longley. Coach, how are you? I'm I'm doing good. Hoping sounding better and feeling good. That's right. We've been having that just... You're sounding good when we record, and then when we put the show out, it sounds tinny because I take your voice and I put it through a, a filter to make it sound <laughs> I knew terrible. it. God damn it. I knew you were sabotaging me. So, uh, trying a different mic tonight. We'll see how that goes. And of course, with the sick guitar riffs on a brand new, brand spanking new guitar that he's never played before. Beautiful guitar. The maestro Brian Hake. Maestro, how's it going? Oh, whammy bar. You doing all right, maestro? Yeah, I'm doing good. All Got a right. Big presentation to not tomorrow thursday so i'm Ooh, presentation. pretty wired up and ready but after that friday this weekend's gonna be awesome because i'll be stress-free no presentation and, uh, no presentations it'll be awesome you need some help with your slides can i help i might you? actually uh send something your way for a quick review ah nice i, I can help you with your slides <laughs> the creepy powerpoint send assistant me your slides. Right. all right what are you fellas drinking tonight before we get into this here? Maestro, looks like you've got something that looks delicious. It is a, uh, it's a Christmas ale, Great Lakes. I found it in my, uh, in my fridge down here. I think it was one of the beers that, uh, that uh, Coach brought over when he uh, paid his dues. Mm-hmm. Coach is good at paying his dues. <laughs> yeah. I like hearing that. And Coach, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking uh, Truth. Uh, a Ryan Geist Truth. 
I have a lot of these treat. in my fridge. Thank you, Bretta. Hey. Well, uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't have any drinks last week, and you guys called me out and said you wouldn't do a show tonight unless I had a beer. So I nope. have a Corona. Sorry. Corona light. Ooh, Corona. I'm feeling yeah. mas las vida. Is that? Yeah, there's more. There's more alcohol in a sprite. <laughs> seems like. Seems like. Yeah. So, well, we got a little bit of housekeeping to take care of uh, before we get into what's promises to be a toy show. Toy. We're gonna bring this. This show's gonna come in under under 25 minutes. I'm mm. guaranteeing it calling Easily. it right now good call you want to f- follow this show on social media why wouldn't you we're at sports wednesday on facebook oh. tiktok and instagram and over on twitter we're at sport wednesday still hoping to get that s but mm. not looking good god damn you you want to get some sports wednesday merch and why wouldn't you why wouldn't you want some why wouldn't you head to sportswednesday.com click on merch there's a, that'll take you right to our red bubble store where we've got we got shower curtains Got a special on the shower curtains this week. <laughs> Nobody loves shower curtains like Sports Wednesday. Here's here, loyal listeners, Wednesday Nation, listen to me. Yes, <laughs> you want to order the Sports Wednesday shower curtain and just put it up in your bathroom without telling your spouse at all, just without oh comment, God. and that will just go great. That will be an amazing thing. Oh, the love that they'll feel from their spouse, it'll be next. It'll be gushing. It'll be otherworldly. Lordly, Gushing. And just yeah, just a reminder, uh, this show is brought to you from our good friends at Big Swing Games. Reminding you to play Sportle every day. Sportle's the only sports-themed word-guessing game that doesn't suck. Sportle.pro. Oh, I've been on a roll. I think I got the last four. First guess. Nice. It's like, it's like I'm reading the game, the game guy's mind. You know, I, oh. can, just, I can just feel it. You're reading and, my and mind. Where where are you on the leaderboard, Maestro? Are you moving up the leaderboard? I missed. Well, I missed like three days. Like I totally fell off my radar because I was so busy with other stuff. So I, I think gotcha. I fell down to seven or eight. You got to get back in the top five. Get up in the top five. Come on. Sportle.pro. And uh, on tonight, it is the World Baseball Classic Championship. Japan leading the United States right now three to one in the top of the seventh. Mm, Three to one at the top of the seventh, and just for you, Maestro, the New York Islanders are up five to two over the Maple Leafs. Hockey, hockey. Somebody say hockey. Eight minutes left in the third period. You guys, do you did you ever hear the expression "I'm shaking like a Toronto Maple Leaf"? (laughs) I have not. You have not heard it. That's not a not for real thing. That might not be a real thing. You've never been like. Roughing up a guy, and he's like, "Oh, I'm shaking like a Toronto Maple Leaf." Does the voice help? No, the voice, still not voice helps, but I still have not heard of that. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, Wednesday Nation, if that's an actual thing, let us know over the social medias because I think it's I think it's a thing. It could be. All a right, thing. You, feel, you ready to do this? We gotta we gotta dive right back into the madness. Well, Sweet 16 starts tomorrow, so for once, and this is very rare for Sports Wednesday, but our podcast is correctly timed so that we can talk about it and have it happen right after we talk about it. Go figure. 
That is unbelievable. But before we do, let's talk quickly about the first two rounds of March Madness. I just want you guys to know this. There were um, 64 teams, 32 games. I watched yeah. all of them. I saw every game. <laughs> so, so did I. Every, every single game. All right, so let's just talk about some of the big moments from rounds one and two. Then we'll update you on the Sports Wednesday pool, and then we're going to get into predicting Sweet 16 winners. Coach, what was your big takeaway from round one? Uh, round one was I'm so I was so excited and so happy to watch Purdue be, get beat. I just it made my heart warm because um, I just felt they like they were such a fraud at number one. I don't. Here's the the, the other side is I don't love those the, the the upsets are great when they happen, but then when you get a game in the second round and it's Farley Dickinson in Florida Atlantic, it doesn't move my meter at all. But I really yeah. did enjoy having Purdue gone because I, I just didn't believe in them. So round one was all about saying goodbye to Purdue. Nice. Well, that that's obviously the story there. The second 16 seed to beat a number one seed. A couple other upsets. Princeton, 15 seed, God. continuing to win, continuing to win. They look like a team of accountants out there. They do. God, they look like a rec league just waiting to happen. And yet they somehow have found a way to win a couple games. Furman. Furman, the fighting OJ trial detectives, <laughs> upsetting your, Virginia. Your after I after I wagered points on them on last week's show, and you guys just tore into me for making that bet. Oh, Maestro, right. I, 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 when I listened to it, Maestro was like, oh, that's so vanilla. That's so weak. <laughs> and, and the karma came right back and, and bit you, Mr. Brown. Just bit you. How about you, Maestro? First two rounds, what games did you watch? What 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 jumped out at you? Um, well, you know, I don't have uh, a lot of cable TV, so but I was able to watch a few shows because I, I set up the antenna, mm. put some games on. Um, the one game I watched, and it was pretty funny because, so I don't know if I told you guys, but my nephew-in-laws were in town for some of the games at Nationwide. Yeah. And they're big ACC guys. And so uh, my one nephew-in-law, Mike, um, big Duke fan, I know it's crazy, um, but he was saying how much Duke was going to tear up Tennessee, and I was just laughing. I'm like, I don't know. My buddy says Tennessee's pretty good, and then man, Tennessee schlacked them. It was pretty convincing. I enjoyed that game too. That, that was a pretty good game. And, and I watched the I watched the Arkansas Kansas game too. Pretty much the whole game, which I think yeah. was probably the only one I watched front to back. That was good. Nice. Well, uh, let's talk about Tennessee for a second too, Coach, because you said mentioned in our text thread that their path forward looks quite optimistic. Looks very optimistic right now. I mean, the way that everything fell, Purdue fell. Um, ah, they just—they're in a great position right now. Great so position. They've got Florida Atlantic in in uh, sixteen. Sixteen, and then. Conceivably, after them, they would have the winner of K State, Michigan. Yeah, so State, they have K State, Michigan. Which so. the other thing I was going to say about the round, and I don't want to steal your thunder, mm. uh, BMOC, but Wildcats. I, I am all in on the Wildcats because I watch both their games. And I, yeah. the other thing I was going to say about the second round is, and I'll say this, and it's it's the Kentucky Kansas State game was one of the most enjoyable, high action, unbelievable. Uh, just college basketball action. The point guard for Kansas State, and his name is escaping me right now. He's a short guy. He's like five. Marquise Noel. But he plays yeah. like a 
Yes, and he plays Marquise like a Noel. mini. They did a little thing about him about how he he met Kyrie or he admires Kyrie, and he, oh my God, the way he handles the ball and passes the ball, and then has a fearless shot from twenty three on, like twenty three feet on. He's like, I don't care, I'm going to take the shot. Yeah. Oh my God, that was so much fun. Like I'm all in on the Wildcats, all in. Yeah, that I, I'll tell you what 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 really uh, has me feeling good about them was that Kentucky game. They were like they went zero for thirteen on their first thirteen three pointers. I know. And still went in at halftime with the three point lead. So they were doing it in the paint. They were making little jumpers from the elbows. Uh, they're typically a better three point shooting team than they showed there, and hopefully those three pointers will fall against Michigan State. Oh, I hope so. And I got to tell you, Kentucky, what the hell were they doing with all that talent? That is a, as Maestro would say, they're talented. They had so much they're talent. They're really talented. They have so much talent. And they are, they looked, they're a good team. And how did they not win every game? They looked amazing. Talent does not always, it's teamwork. Come on, Calipari. I mean, there is, it's time for There is no, ta- no eye in talent. There is no eye in talent. That is true, but they <laughs> I don't know what else to say to that. That's true. <laughs> that is 100% true. Uh, okay, well, before we uh, start talking about those Sweet 16 games and do our predict-a-thon, uh, let's uh, take a look at the Sports Wednesday pool. This is on ESPN.com. Thanks to everybody that joined. Looks like we had uh, 20,000 people in the Sports Wednesday. God, what a, good, what a good year, 20,000. 20,000. We've got a prize for first place and last place this time. So right now, Randy Heldman in first place. It does not look like that's going to hold. He's it won't got hold because he he's has got Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, picking uh, second place. Look at you, Maestro. The Maestro. Look at Evan you, picked Alabama. He's got a lot of points he can win. I Maestro better refresh. Place. Last time I looked, I was in fourth. No, you're you're number two. Number two. Number one in our hearts. Loyal, loyal listener, Tall Sean, in third place there. He's got Ukla picked. Uh, BMOC in fifth. Coach, you're down in tenth, tenth. place. I do Amber. I do want to make a, a couple mentions. Uh, so I had a lot of my family members play. My dad. Yeah. So yeah. Coach's Pop actually got in there. So yeah. did Coach's brother. So did Coach's brother's wife and my wife. And they are currently <laughs> occupying the bottom six spots. It's a, um, it's a sweep. So, for people related sweet. to coach. I know. And I'm like, oh, you guys got to get in. It's free. And they, wow, did they not do me proud? Can, oh, I, just, can I just say that the, the triple threat bromance of Tall Sean, BMOC, and coach all picking uh, UCLA. UCLA? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Really? Come on. They all took, they all followed my lead, Maestro. We know what they were doing. They heard the coach, the legend, said UCLA, and they all fell in love with it. They loved UCLA. Well, I'll point this out, Coach. Ruby is in 18th place, but she she's picked Tennessee. I know and that. She she has a lot of points she can make up. I think she's going to crawl out of this uh, if, bottom four. If Tennessee makes a run, then we could see a Ruby champion. Yeah, but in absolute last place in position for – well, uh, it looks like Jaime Escalante did not actually fill out a bracket. He just joined. So. Right. I, I, he is – he is uh, he told me the other day that uh, he – he might have screwed up his picks. <laughs> like, yeah, yes, he did. Up. Uh, so Coach's uh, brother coach's right brother. now in absolute last place. In uh, last place wins a prize, and Randy Hellman in first place at the moment. But this is all change when the Sweet 16 comes around. It's all going to change. It's going to be mayhem. Going to be a mayhem. 
So we've got eight games, and I'll read out the game, and then we're just going to do a quick roundabout predictathon on Sweet 16 games, who we think is going to win. If you feel okay. strongly about a game and you want to add some additional commentary, please feel free. Okay, I will. And what we'll do is if 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 it starts to drag on, I'll like make a motion or something, and then uh, you'll know to move on. Noise. Right. So we're going to we start. Do we get points or anything for this? It's just a quickie. Uh, once again, if you guys want to, you guys want to do something, you're welcome to. I'm not going to write them down and track it. <laughs> this is just too much work. It's All right, Maestro, you ready? Yeah, Grumpy Gus, let's go. All right, Alabama, Alabama Bama. taking on San Diego State. We got Alabama coach, Alabama, and Alabama. That makes it unanimous. Sweep. That means they, they don't even need to play the game now. No, All right, not. this is an, an interesting game. Creighton taking on Princeton. Does the Princeton magic continue? Coach? I'm going to go Creighton. I like the Blue Jays. Maestro? Uh, Creighton. I'm going to stick with Creighton as well. All right. Look so at we've got us. Two units. Fun. This Look is cap- captivating. What is up All with right. this? All right, here we go. Yep. All right, Houston versus Miami. Coach? I'm going to say Miami. I think Houston's ripe for the upset. Just sitting there ready to be plucked. Go Miami. That is news to me, but I'm taking Houston. Maestro. Houston. All right. Xavier taking on the Texas Longhorns. Coach? Uh, I'm going to – I don't know what to do with this one. really like Xavier. I'm going Xavier. Maestro? You know, I've been been talking Texas for a while, so I'm going to stick with them. Texas. I'm going to go with Texas as well. Texas one of two Big 12 teams to make the uh, Sweet 16. That's fine. All right. Florida Atlantic taking on Tennessee. Maestro. Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee, and that's unanimous. All right, this one is a tough one. Kansas State taking on Michigan State. You know who I'm going for, fellas. How about you, Maestro? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uh, the alt. I'm gonna go Michigan State. They're the last Big Ten team. Let's go Big Ten. They could be good. They could be good. <laughs> they could be good. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going Kansas State. I I love this team. That game uh, Thursday six thirty p.m. I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Ar- Arkansas taking on UConn. Coach. I'm going UConn. Maestro. I'm going Arkansas. Ooh. Yeah, you watched that game. They looked good against Kansas. They they started slow. Kansas was hot. And then, man, they hung in there and they got hot. Arkansas. Let's go. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, Arkansas as well. Then we'll see if the Huskies You guys love each other. Pick the same picks. We're going to have to have a, a show meeting about the number of times we make the bromance joke <laughs> in a show. I'm not used to it. It's always maestro. I feel like we're going to that well a little often. Gonzaga <laughs> taking on UCLA. And by Maestro. Well, you, you're just getting mad because I call you two out, you lovebirds. I'm going Zags, and I the Ucla oh, is going to fall, and you three suckers are going to be done. Toast. Oh, God, no. Zags. Coach? I'm going Eucla. Go Cronin. This is all about the Bruins. <laughs> All right, and I'm going to agree with that and go with UCLA, University of California, Los Angeles. Those are your Sweet 16 picks, and now it's time for us to do the second half of the show. It generally takes 90 to 120 minutes. 
That joke's getting stale, I'll tell you that right now. Every shot. Alright, time for betting and sweating. We're going to start out with wagers of the week. We each started out with 10 points uh, when the season began. Season 6 kicked off after the Super Bowl. And uh, last week we made a couple of wagers. Let's see how it went. Uh, Maestro, bet on Kent State, 10 points, Indiana. We all thought that upset was going to come through. Oh, we did. Maestro loses 10 there. Coach picked K-State to cover against Montana State. They covered easily, plus 10 there. And uh, BMOC, as referenced earlier in the show, uh, picked Virginia to cover 5.5 against Furman, and they covered no and a half because they lost. So right now, Coach, uh, once again in first place. Yes, I love territory. Maestro down to 10 points, and BMOC on the rim of the hole (laughs) at zero points. We need a stinger for that. We do the rim of the hole. So, what wagers are you making this week? Let's go, uh, Maestro. Coach, then me. What do you got, Maestro? Uh, I'm I'm going to beat that Arkansas drum, and I'm going to I'm going to take them. I think uh, UConn is is favored, right? Three and a half. So yeah, uh, I'm going to take Arkansas for ten. Taking the points, Arkansas for ten. That's three and a half points. Okay, Coach. I'm going to ride the Cats. I'm going to stay with K State. Uh, I'm getting to against Michigan State. I don't even think they'll need them. I'm going to go 10 points on that. Go Wildcats. That's a nice-looking line there. K-State plus two against Michigan State. Uh, I'm taking UCLA minus two against Gonzaga, uh, largely because I was originally planning a wager on K-State, and then uh, Coach beat me to it. Okay, you you know what? I feel bad because I feel like that's your game. You should have. No, I – don't but I but can't take your thunder. Can I, I, you feel the love right I, now? I've got I've got real money on Kansas State okay. in the app. So so do I. Yeah. So okay. All right, good. So we'll see how those wagers uh turn out. Uh once again, coaching first with twenty, Meister with ten, and BMOC with a zero right now. Girl, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna borrow ten points and, and bet those. <laughs> this could this could be where I turn everything right back to where I ended. I could I could start taking that leap away from you guys, and then it's not going to be fun anymore. So I kind of hope I lose. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In addition to Wagers of the Week, we've been betting with Coach's brother in a little segment we like to call... Sounded very cool, Maestro. Yeah, it's very cool. Now we've been on a little bit of a win streak after a, a long losing streak. We've got our debt to coaches brought it down to forty dollars. Last week was a push because we did two bets. We bet on Creighton, we won, but we lost betting on Kent. So we gave him two games. He picked uh, Indiana and he picked NC State. Creighton tops NC State, Indiana tops Kent. So it's a push. 
We're still at minus $40. It's Brett's turn to propose us a bet. Do we have one, Coach? We do not. He has not responded. Um, so we do not have a Brutta bet as of now. So we'll All have right. to wait so, to see what he says. Could be hockey. As, oh, per, I, poli- oh, as per policy, if, if it doesn't come in before the end of the show, and this show is cooking, and this show is toy, is toy. Uh, then we will post it on the social medias where you can see our bet with Bretta. That'll happen. And that that's going to wrap up Bet and Sweat, if you believe it or not. Wow. Wow. Cruising right along. I, we knew this was going to be a toy show. Toy. All right, our next... Our next bit, we have, uh, sometimes we have to get something off our chest, and we call that a rant, or we clean up a mistake we might have made, we call that a correction, uh, or if there's just something in the world we think you should know about, we call that a recommendation, and the whole thing is called Rants and Corrections, Recommendations, yeah, yeah, all right, getting getting there. It's getting there. It's getting there, right? Still workshopping it. Open mic style. Looks like we got a couple of rants. This is a maestro rant. It's not even a mini rant. Let's I hear know. it, maestro. It is kind of a mini rant, but I just. I didn't oh, but you didn't want to say mini rant because because he he rant shamed you. Yeah. And it's not really a serious serious rant. I know I can get a little crazy sometimes, but I was looking at my show sheet from last week, my notes. And I uh, was really excited about my wager, which I was going to go originally with Everton playing Chelsea, which ended up being a draw, which I would have, if I would have taken that, I wouldn't have lost any points. But anyway, my rant is this. Vegas always knows. Why do they always oh. know? <laughs> oh, my God. Why do they Maestro? know? There was three bets. Oh. Three bets that, that lured me in last week. Kent over Indiana, because Indiana was only favored by four. Yeah. USC and Michigan State. Michigan State was favored by two. And Texas A&M, Penn State, those are the three. And they all, Vegas knows. Sick of it. Maestro. How do they I, know that stuff? I, um, oh, my God. I, when I get to my two-minute drill, I'll explain how right you are and how I, I beat the system. But, like, oh, great. They, they know. And I, I, I. I I have to. I have a story about how they know and how I got this close, to, and they knew it. They knew that they could just pull the rug right out from under. They know. Vegas knows. Vegas, Vegas knows. knows. All right, all right, Maestro. Nice coach. I'm you got a rant. Sick of it. That's my rant. I'm sick yeah. and tired of Vegas knowing. I know, and they know, and it's 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 horrible because you think you can beat Vegas and you can't. Okay, my rant is very simple. Uh, last week. Um, Tom Izzo came out and had some comments about the, the transfer portal. And essentially he just says it's not good for college basketball or college sports because it doesn't let these guys show resilience and and have the good times and the bad times. And then, you know, and he made the point about Draymond Green and Draymond Green after if he was a freshman, um, which, by the way, if you go back and look at pictures of Draymond Green, fat. But he obviously turned into something. Yeah, um, yeah. He didn't play much. He wasn't happy, but he stuck around, and obviously the the story's written. So I, I was like, okay, that just sounds that's fine. I, I wasn't that angry at old coach saying get you know get rid of the transfer portal, but so the tournament every time when the tournament comes around, these coaches like the coach for Farley Dickinson, the coach for FAU, Princeton's coach. Um, all of these, the Furman coach, they, 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 they do something spectacular. They beat a team they shouldn't beat. So if they win one or two games, what's the first thing that every college basketball 
uh, fan will they say. They get hired by Rutgers. That guy is going to get hired by somebody else. He's going to leave where he's at and go somewhere else. And he's applauded. So right now, yeah. the uh, Farley Dickinson coach has already jumped ship. He has jumped from Farley Dickinson to Iona. I know that's not a huge jump, but it is a jump yeah. for him. Uh, for Tobin, sure. Tobin Anderson, he's jumped. Um, and everybody's like, oh, how great for him. But like, yeah, he left 10 or 11 guys back at Farley Dickinson that were all in his his family. Like he had created yeah. this family and, and no one talks about those kids. And then and then on the same place, Rick Patino, who was at Iona, and everybody knew he was gonna go, but he leaves Iona and he jumps to yeah. St. John's. So in yeah. two places, I, I bet you if you ask those kids how they feel about their coaches leaving, even though I mean, they're there still. And 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 it it the the equity of how they're treated and how these coaches, they have no nothing to stand on when they complain about the transfer portal because they've been doing it since college basketball. Since they've I, I, since college basketball has been around, they've been jumping ship as quickly as they can. Yeah. So I, my my feeling is, just kudos, shut up. Kudos, kudos, coach. This is great. Just shut up and don't don't say anything because you. Every single coach is going to jump at the best opportunity, and they should let these kids jump at the best opportunity for them. Like we loved, Ohio, we love Ohio basketball, but two of our f- best players left last year. Neither, I don't think, to the three of us, do we begrudgingly like despise them for Sears or Big Cheese. We we wanted them to stay, but we don't sit there and say they. Oh my God, do not leave! You're awful and you're ruining basketball. Yeah. They took the best opportunity and they took it, just like these guys do. So I just want these college coaches to just stop opening their mouth when they think they want to say something about the transfer portal and it's, look it's back on history. It's not just hoops either. You know, it's, it's no, all it's, college, it's all of them. Yeah. They, they all get on the sanctimonious drivel about how these kids are ruining basketball. No, they're not. They're doing what's best for them, and you would do it too. And you should because your marketing and your hiring ability right now is at the highest it's going to be. Just like some of these kids at some of these smaller schools yeah. that are going to have – like some of these kids from FAU and Farley Dickinson had a great showing and they're going to get looked at by other schools. And they're already talking yeah. about people from Princeton that because yeah. they got to the second round, they're playing for somebody else next year. Yeah. So, like, and they'll just, bring up the team GPA. Absolutely. <laughs> so I just, I, my rant is just, just stop, yeah. stop saying something that you shouldn't. You yeah. feel like the transfer portal levels the playing field a little bit puts a little bit more power back in the players hands. it does and i, I yeah I, I, I selfishly like for me and we love a mid-major team i i, I don't yeah. love it in that aspect yeah. because i want my team to grow and, and be good by the time these guys are four years in yeah. but i also know if these guys can make money and go somewhere else you can't be upset about that that's right so well the uh the lesson, as always, is you can't count on anybody for anything anymore, no matter what they say. Don't believe them. Don't trust anybody. You're on your own in this cold, uncaring universe. Damn, BMOC. You You're just, born alone, you And die you die alone. alone. You nailed All it. Right. God damn it. That's beautiful. Well, nice, nicely done rant, uh, both of you there uh, tonight. I have a quick correction. Last week, you uh, you asked me what the mascot for Texas Southern was. And I immediately said it was the wolves. I was, I was 100% sure I was right. We all believe, and we believed wolves. you. Yeah, I said it, I said it was such authority. They're actually the Tigers. <laughs> They're not even Texas the... Southern Tigers. If it's I not was a getting... wolf, it's a tiger. And if it's not a tiger, <laughs> it's, it's a, a hawk. Wolf. I was getting confused with Sol Ross State. <clears throat> 
the Wolves down there in Southern Texas. So Texas Southern Tigers. That's Red's corrections and recommendations. And that brings us in this show, which is truly cooking tonight. Two minutes All right, Coach, tell them how the two-minute drill works. All right, we call it the two-minute drill. So each of us get 20 seconds of pop to talk about whatever we want. We can talk about sports, movies, gambling, apple pies. It doesn't matter. We have the right to talk about whatever we want. Apple pie? Apple pie. I love apple pie. But here's the thing. We call it the two-minute drill. It's actually titled the two-minute drill, and it never goes two minutes. It always goes over, but that's why we call it the two-minute drill. All right, so 20 seconds each. We're going to go Maestro, then Coach, then me, then Maestro, then Coach, then me. That's 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, or two minutes. Maestro, are you ready? Let's do it. Your two-minute drill begins now. All right, I'm gonna, my, my first one is about cancer, and I, I say this only because Pelotonia season is upon us. So I want to give props to Martina Navratilova, who is four months uh, after being diagnosed with uh, throat and breast cancer, is cancer-free. So mm. Martina, good on you. She's a tough, tough competitor, as you know, and she's 66 now, if you can believe that. But anyway, yeah. Martina, ring that bell, cancer-free. Nice job. Ah. Nice one, Maestro. I did not see that at all. That was uh, news to me. Good job. Coach. Okay, so I told you I'd talk about this in uh, two minutes drill. So gambling. So um, I've been doing some gambling because it's legal in Ohio, and I got on a new app, and it gives you some free money. So I used that free money a little bit crazy. So I started putting down bets on parlays. So these parlays are player parlays where the player has to do a couple things, and then your team has to win. So three things have to happen. So I did it three times. Two of them, one of them was Kansas State versus Kentucky. And all I needed was Noel or Noel, the point guard. Marquise Noel. Yes, they had to win the game, which they did. He needed to get at least 15 points, which he did. And he needed to get 10 assists. Do you know what he ended up with? How many assists? Nine. Nine. (laughs) And three guys missed shots at the end. So I did that one. But I picked one against for Texas. And Texas had win the game. The guy had to get 15 points. And he had to get 10 rebounds. So he got his 15 points. Texas was going to win. And at the end of the game, he had how many rebounds? Nine. Nine. So I got so mad, I turned the TV off. I walked away, did my shopping, and came back. I got home, pull up my app, boom, I hit it. I went back to look. He got the rebound in with three seconds to go, nice. and I nailed it. Dang. It was, it, it was age. And I got to tell you, those parlays, they give yeah. you huge odds. So it was yeah. it like, ooh, it was awesome. So Vegas knows but I beat you at one time. One time I beat you. Yeah. Hit Suck it, Vegas. I was the, for one, the first time I hit a trifecta it, playing the ponies, and I, would, I, I oh. still think about it. I still oh, think about it. I'm never going to forget this. This 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 yeah. was amazing. Nice job. I, I thought you seemed a little, a little Congrats, upbeat Congrats, Coach. Oh, I was excited. So speaking of uh, Farley Dickinson, 
How small is Farley Dickinson? They don't have a marching band. They had no marching band when they were here in Columbus playing in the tournament. So what uh, what did the kids at the University of Dayton do? They were on spring break. They put out an email to everyone in their marching band and said, hey, let's get to Columbus and be the pep band for Farley Dickinson. And so the band that was playing for Farley Dickinson was actually University you of Dayton, about half the kids me. from That's the Flyer awesome. Band. And not only did they play for them, they went to Party City and they all bought, because they're the Knights, Farley Dickinson, they bought plastic swords that they're waving around and going <laughs> crazy for it. So props to University of Dayton, Marching Flyers. Good job showing up for uh, Farley Dickinson. That is very Time. cool. I saw, I saw some awesome. TikToks on that, and that was that was pretty cool for sure. All right, Maestro, you're up. All right, I'm up. I saw this on the ticker somewhere today, and it struck it struck me as really bizarre. But um, I saw this. The D1 school, St. Francis, which I think is in New York or New York City maybe, um, they just canceled all their sports, all their athletic uh, sport teams uh, starting in the, in the spring. I just think that that's fascinating to me, and I'm, I, I want to dig in a little bit more to that story. But how many colleges just pull the plug, especially if they're D1? like that um it's fascinating. yeah they I, anyway. I i i read a little bit of that story they said covid absolutely crushed them as far as their budget and they've never recovered and they've tried to keep it keep it going and they just couldn't it was it was they were sinking like the college was sinking because of that so they had to pull the plug which is sad super sad so why wouldn't they just go to like d3 like can they convert to d3? i don't know i don't know how that works I, like that yeah. you're right but i i think they just said athletics are out and then that's one of those things that where you hope that they can just like a Phoenix come back in two or three years after they've saved a little money. A little money. Well, here's yeah. what I'm thinking. I mean, we have eligibility, right? Do you think we could maybe like uh, get on one of the, the St. Francis teams? Got some. Uh... Oh, yeah. I still got four years. I don't know they what. They got bobsledding. Bobsledding. Bob. Mono Bob. Pickleball. Uh... Pickleball. Mono Bob. <laughs> St. Francis College, no more sports. All right. I did not see that either. I'm learning a lot from Meister on the show. I know. Coach, you're up. All right. So uh, I was watching same thing with the ticker, and I saw this weird story that said uh, something about uh, live golf. And apparently on one of the live broadcasts, which I don't know who was watching, because how stupid is live golf to have one of their tournaments at the same time as March Madness? Nobody's watching. But somebody was. And, and in the middle of this guy getting ready to tee off, you see this golfer walk in front of the camera and he just is, he's just on camera, just off to the left. And he, the, the person, you can tell that the person that walked off the camera is peeing. So they did what most golfers do. They try to walk out of, out of sight and he's peeing and it was Sergio Garcia. Now they nice. haven't gotten official, but like, like Maestro and I, we have golfed within the past, whatever 10 to 15 years and that happens all over the place on a public golf course like everybody's going to the corner and peeing but like in the middle of an event this guy does it was it was great it was i I don't know i don't even know how to feel about that because it's just funny it's very human and uh it happened on my i mean if you're a golfer you might not even notice it because it happens and that made me think how did yeah what what do these guys do like what are the what do they do on pga if they i mean obviously did they just hit the the Porta Johns halfway through because they pro yeah they probably have them set up just for the golfers I would say every two or three holes it'd be my yeah well, I thought that was funny I P-P- wonder if there's the- ever been remember when Lamar Jackson had a little poo poo oh yeah, yeah. In I the wonder backside? if that's ever happened like with a golfer where he's like 
He's in the middle oh. of the fairway. He's like, oh. get older than him. Oh, oh my God, I'm going to poo-poo. <laughs> I'm sure it has. It's... Speaking of Liv uh, and yeah. the PGA, um, I feel like there could be some fights at the Masters this year. There's so mm. much anger between the two leagues. Man, it would make to see like uh, to see uh, DeChambeau and Tiger Woods like get into it, like start I, fighting on the course. Or Maestro, I gotta tell you, you gotta find that time, find some time this weekend and watch the Netflix documentary docu series. Uh-huh. You gotta watch it. All right. I you gotta watch I it. F one, so so I, I know, can, but I can switch over to that. One. The the difference between the two is this one will grab you a little bit more. It'll feel more new to you. New I like to, to you. Be grabbed. I like to. I be know. Grabbed. <laughs> all right, be, all right, BMOC. What what do you got, fellas? Uh, you know, I got a car that's leaking oil. Mm-hmm. Talked mm-hmm. about it here on this show, uh, and uh, so basically uh, every morning uh, after my wife leaves, I go in the driveway and see if it's leaked more oil how much is coming out of it trying to figure that out uh, i went out uh, yesterday morning no oil but this weird wire was laying there <laughs> and i wondered if you guys know what this is for because it looks like it's important i'm holding it up to the camera it's a black wire it's about 12 inches long it, it definitely got cut from something on one end and the other end looks like it's stripped and i have no clue what Underneath sure that's my not car, that some, could be from. You sure that's not like a, a fur ball that the cat barfed up? I, w- I, w- I wish it was. I, that that seems problematic. Yeah. Well, here's is, the thing. It, is your Cadillac like converter been very still there? Win- it's been very windy, so that could have blown in from somewhere. It could have. That's. It definitely looks, I mean, it looks like a speaker wire or, or like a headphone or something, but it, I don't I don't know. I to your knowledge, there's no wires like this on the bottom of our cars. No, no. Oh, unless looks like a big, it looks a, looks like a big giant twisty tie that. Unless it was you. Uh, the only thing is the last. Uh, this is this is what it could be, is whatever your uh, mechanic that you went to last time used that to yeah. hold something together, and it's about to fall uh, out the bottom. <laughs> uh, you know so you that should, could be. Yeah, it could be because the last mechanic told me he had to kind of jury rig the the heat shield under there it was oh, broken loose on one side. Yeah. So maybe this is your heat shield. So, so we'll get we'll, we'll we'll take a look. I'll get under yeah, there this get week. Get under there, take a, take a look. Just jack that car up and take on. a look. Yeah. But I got to get it fixed. Maestro is right. Uh, your yes, car should be in good running order, and uh, I, I'm hoping uh, this summer. Uh, Maestro drives to D.C. to see the Major League Soccer All-Stars take on Arsenal in the MLS All-Star game. I think that's a great that, idea. That was a, that's a, that was a big topic, topic on the Internet today. So I think a lot of ML, MLS fans are into it and obviously Arsenal fans. So it's probably going to be a hard ticket to get. Are they, what, are, where are they playing? Are they playing like in the football stadium or are they going to play – like I guess they they play where, where DC United plays, oh. but I don't know. I mean, if there's a lot of interest, maybe they bump it into a, a larger facility. Do you think it'll be Arsenal's top guys? I mean, it was announced on their Arsenal uh, Instagram and stuff today, so I would I would hope they would bring some of those guys over, but you never know. They're going to bring Saka. All right. Time! 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 Well, uh... Hard to believe we went a little bit over the two-minute trail. I'm going to let you guys both guess how long we went on the two-minute trail, and I'm going to give the show MVP to whoever's closest. So how long do you think we went, Coach? Uh, I'm going to go – we weren't we weren't that much over, right? We were just a little bit. I'm going to go 10 minutes, 27 seconds. 
1027. Maestro? I'm going to go 715. 715. Once again, Maestro's closest. It was 10 minutes, 28 seconds. <laughs> nice job to Maestro. He is the show MVP for the 227th consecutive nice job. show. Great job. I'm so proud of you. He cannot be stopped. And there being no other course. sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way. On behalf of the basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hagan, Pete Brown, the big man on campus, and also on behalf of Petey, the intern, who uh, we haven't mentioned on the show. He's the poor He's done a hell of a job me. this week. He did a hell of a job He's this done, week. Done a heck of a job this week saying, good times, everybody. Good times. Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Good times.